I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One love, we don't need another love, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name's Mark Speller, and his name's Jim Campbell. Hello. His name's Luke Moore. All right. And he's Pete Donaldson. Ah. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, it's football time, and Manchester United had a good old football time the other night, didn't they, in the Europa League final? Scintillating. <laughs> we're, going, we're going straight into it. Yeah. Not, there's not even any pleasantries. No. In the <laughs> Was there any pleasantries that night? No, no. I want pleasantries it's, from Pete Darnton. It's Shall we get the pragmatism. It yeah. is. It is yeah. Shall we do the pleasantries after the Europa League final roundup? Right. Because it was so boring. Uh-huh. We can do pleasantries after we've won titles, mate. Yeah, All right. Mm, exactly. There's no room. Po- There's no room for poets. <laughs> That's right. In he this, said that. Yeah, yeah. Mourinho said that, didn't so, he? Uh, which, in a way, is a dig at Ajax after he's just beaten them. It's a dig at Johan Cruyff. The, the thing, the thing yeah, I, so, so the thing I like about it is that <clears throat> it's an amazing economy of phrase. What that Mourinho said. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said after the game, there are lots of poets in football, but poets they don't win many titles. And you could interpret that so many different <laughs> oh, ways. Yeah. You can interpret it as uh, against the media who just mm. write words all day about about him. Because remember earlier in the season, he said, "Oh, they 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 never lose a game in their minds." Yeah. Type of thing. You can about Guardiola, who's this philosopher guy against Ajax and their history, against uh, all the people like Klopp as well. All these other people, which well, is. Now yeah, you're getting also the, the Einsteins who he was digging that, out earlier this season. I appreciate what you're saying. I don't think it is at the media, and I, and I don't think you might think that as well. I think this is a dig at Guardiola this season. Yeah. Specifically, he's forgotten all the other things Guardiola's done. Yeah. And I yeah. think it is that actually Ajax is often seen, quite rightly so, as the root of. Barcelona mm-hmm. uh, and where where their their footballing style and this is of no revelation to anybody of course and Mourinho hates that he does mm-hmm. he, well, he hates that and he goes out kind of to try and uh, destroy absolutely it, his, his his whole motivation for being a manager is destroying that because he was snubbed effectively isn't it, it? Yeah, you, by Barcelona really Guardiola it. yeah quite it's, 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 it's fascinating it's, it's Shakespearean really it, it is it is going to the game itself I mean <clears throat> obviously it's a very very difficult situation for Manchester United and and and, and the events that happened earlier mm-hmm. in the week but w- what it was was an absolute masterclass from Man United, a masterful performance from the the, the king of the one-off game tactics in Jose Mourinho. Correct. And, and rumours of his sort of demise have been greatly exaggerated um, uh, since he's had such a difficult season league-wise for, for with United in the Premier League. <clears throat> they were just f- they didn't put a foot wrong. They were absolutely flawless. They they didn't um, they didn't let Ajax impose themselves at all. They, they Ajax controlled the possession, but United completely controlled the game. Um, and at no point 
at any stage that it looked like United weren't going to win that. And it didn't look like Ajax were even going to get a chance. No. Mm. Incredible that they restricted them uh, to that. And you're right about Mourinho one-off games. He's won 12 of his 14 finals as a manager, mm. which is incredible. And, and what's Sign great... him up just for the finals, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. draft him in. Yeah. Yeah. Just, could... Or just ring him. Do you think you could have... You know, just how... tell him it's a final every time. Yeah, yeah right. But would you think... Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> managers could be seen as you know like managers often play goalkeepers one for the tournaments and one for the leagues now yeah. you have a manager for the leagues well, Romero, the... Romero yeah, yeah, great example. Uh, but Manchester United uh, are now the most successful English club in history of, uh, in history in terms of major trophies won they've won 45 whereas Liverpool are 44 and it was Mourinho in his first season as well I yeah. love that he's got a trick of that. trophies because the community shield's definitely I mean apart from that there with apart from that room yeah right he's really <laughs> been talking that up as well hasn't he, he? has Zlatan as well he, he was yeah. Making the players do the old three, trying to make out with some sort of like Ersatz treble, yeah. <laughs> but 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 the the um, apart from the fact that he had a little bit of a rivalry with um, with uh, Liverpool when he was Chelsea manager for a bit over that that Champions League thing here and there and um, all that other stuff, he's not really ever had a proper dig with Liverpool. Not 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 full on, not like a full on like war wage with mm. them. But um, but what, take, as Man United boss or in yeah, general, yeah, just generally. Or the, the old uh, finger to the lips in the League Cup final to to win the yeah, but, yeah but, but it's as Mourinho's wars go, it's kind of fairly. I minor, don't know isn't it? because that it was his side in that first of the series of semi-finals in the Champions League that Chelsea and Liverpool well, met each yeah, other. Actually, and with that the, was a huge rivalry, according to Lampard and Carragher. But my recently, point was just going to be that he'll take it anyway. Oh, it doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he said that uh, he'd rather have done it this way, i.e., qualifying for the Champions League, than finish fourth. fourth third or second um, because this is the way he actually did do it indeed yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then reminded us that Manchester United now have every trophy to their name I mean this is why he's been a miserable sort for most yeah. of the season and this is why he was so uh, well joyful jubilant. The, I mean, yeah jubilant is the word joyful and triumphant as the song went all, <laughs> <laughs> all of that Peter, because we haven't seen Mourinho like this for a while and he thought to himself yeah there's a reason for that isn't there right he's not winning anything exactly <laughs> but he thought to himself if I can win this game I can, I've got all the quotes lined up mm. and he flipping well gave us some. We, we, when, when they scored the first goal and he sort of st- st- sat in his seat while the coach and staff went crazy yeah. and celebrated I thought oh we're going to get that Mourinho tonight mm. he's going to be very subdued stoic kind he's of gonna, just... he's, yeah he's going to say after the game he's going to say <clears throat> well we, we achieved our aim uh, the critics thought we couldn't do it but we did it and we got a trophy as well I thought he would do all that but the way he reacted when they won the game his son came on and they had a massive rumble yeah. on the floor and a pile on that stuff I, didn't, I, I was really surprised I was that. yeah mm. I, I, it, absolutely it was I mean when he won the Champions League with Porto and then I think was he on the back I can't remember his, his reaction with Inter but I know that sometimes he is quite subdued but then he is leaving that club yeah. and I think here I think you could go as far to say that a lot of his reputation was on the line in that game mm. because if they'd have lost, the season wouldn't have been a success. And 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 the way he talked about it was, you know, the hardest season he's ever had. It ended really, really well. They had a great season. Blah blah blah. They salvaged the season. Mm. And don't get me wrong, any European trophy is is a, is a great thing to, to win. And, that, and they've not and they've not won it before either. No, but it, they salvaged a, a, the season there. They yeah. saved it with that win. And I think that actually it was it was relief. Well, when you when you're a um, when you're a, uh, a club of the size of Man United I mean the margins are so fine I mean you have it's it's very easy to go from a success which is arguably expected to an almost catastrophic defeat because Mm. you're at Manchester United and one of the things that will be interesting and and, and there was a a BT Sport documentary about about Manchester United after the game and it was presented by Rio Ferdinand and, and, and Mourinho actually talked quite humbly about 
his place within Man United folklore, which he's described at, at this present time as being essentially non-existent because he's not been... Mm. He, he, he was very proud of his managerial career overall, but at United he's not really done anything yet and he, and he really wanted to earn his place alongside all these two great managers. He was talking about Ferguson and Busby, I presume. He didn't name them, but I guess that's who he was talking about. It wasn't Moyes, was it? Um, no, it wasn't Moyes. Um, that can, we can be absolutely sure <laughs> of that. But it, what, what, what will be fascinating to see now, they've lifted this trophy... It's as they move through the summer, and, and, and clearly they need to strengthen again, and, and they move through to the next season, is that Mourinho in his career has been absolutely typified uh, by always being successfully able to to have a battle and and style himself and his team as the underdog. Even at Real Madrid, I mean, at they Porto, didn't like it at Real Madrid a lot. Well, quite. No. This is the, this is the point I was going to go on to make. At Porto, they were clearly, relatively speaking, a small club compared to some of the heavyweights. They were, historically, you know, they're a big club, but you know what I mean. But they can play the underdog in the Champions League. Exactly. Yes. And Inter, he was able to play the underdog. Um, at Chelsea, he would always say, oh, you know, Chelsea don't have this massive rich history mm-hmm. these other clubs have. At Real Madrid, it was all, even though it's preposterous to say it, but Mourinho really was styling himself, as we all remember, as this guy who wanted to knock off the golden boys of Barcelona off the course, perch. yeah. Man United are not going to stand for that mm-hmm. and he can't realistically I can't think of an angle he can realistically fashion himself and his team mm. he's got the most expensive squad ever assembled so yes United fans are going to support him and they're going to and they have done this season really and and they're going to completely be happy with winning things like Europa League but not long term mm. sooner or later he's going to have to as, as, as he says it he's going to have to embrace this poetry they're going to have to play slightly better football they're going to have to be uh, delivered the fans are going to have and the club's going to have to be delivered the type of football they've been used to seeing over the last however many years and that's going to be the big challenge for Mourinho as he moves forward as a manager of the club mm. and what I completely agree, and also looking at that, I think if you look at the you know the dust settling on the season now, this looks exactly like what we've seen every single time before at the start of his three year cycle. You know, there's not really anything that's happened to suggest that things are going to go any differently. You know, he spent a lot of money, and and he's, he's still talking about sort of pragmatism and and, and you know the, the, a win for the humble guys and stuff like that, which is obviously ridiculous. And as you say, they're the second biggest club in the world. You could argue, you know, only Real Madrid are sort of you know a sort of a, a bigger sort of richer club in in a lot of people's minds. So that you, you can't really you can't really do that, as you say, you can't play the underdog over and over again. And how is he going to mutate that? Because he's talking about you know it's his own propaganda really that we've heard so many times he's got Paul Pogba in that team he's got Henrik Mkhitaryan in that team he's got Zlatan Ibrahimovic and there's a hell of a lot of good players there anyway and they're only going to strengthen that he's only going to mutate that side into his own a lot more and that's only going to be with with big sort of good quality players He, he simply he cannot carry on like that. Mm. So it's, it's fascinating to see where they're going to go next season. Obviously, being in the Champions League is, is a massive, massive thing. And I think that was probably, you know, more than actually winning something, that's what he's happy about. Because he's wanted this job for a long, long time. And his ambitions clearly involve Europe as well. Mm, you're absolutely right. It's just, it is his first season. You know, like, yeah. I mean, he's won trophies. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to see Wayne Rooney get a little run out, Peter. <laughs> it was. And, Wayne and Rooney's then... only touch was a big, big slide tackle. <laughs> he got hit in the chest, I think, with the ball. Oh, did he? Okay. Oh, okay. But one that, of counts. His, <laughs> that counts. One of, his main, uh, one of his main touches was a big slide tackle. Yeah. yeah. Which I liked. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know. But it was a fantastic um, display of of different clashing styles of football. I, I I wanted. I mean, look, you know, going up into leading into the game, I was really excited to see this Ajax team in a big mm-hmm. final. Such a young side. I mean, I think in the semi final, the average age was about twenty one, twenty two, which is incredible, really. I mean, they had a seventeen year old centre back who who played bloody well, by the way, oh, yeah. and he's got a huge future ahead of him. But obviously, with the events that happened earlier in the week in Manchester, I think everyone was sort of pulling for mm. for them to to take it home for, for, for the city. And, and and Man City showed a nice touch afterwards as well, congratulating them and saying, you know. This is for everyone, and, and I'm sure United would agree with that. Mm. And, and Chris Morning said, 
the post-match interview, he said, yeah, this made us even more determined. Sure. Mm. And, I, and I also think it was, I mean, I don't want to get too much into the, the sort of tragedy because that's not really what this show's about, but but I, I, it made me think that it would probably have been quite a difficult game to, to, to sort of tackle for Ajax. Yeah. It was almost yeah. like, that, How would, I mean, it's very difficult in my mind to imagine them being able to celebrate freely had they won it. Yeah. So in a way, Ajax fans and the Ajax players and the club aren't going to think this. And, and Peter Boz came out and said that, you know, that wasn't the Ajax that we've all been used to seeing. And I think he was a bit flummoxed as to why they didn't play. As, all, as did the fans who threw the chairs at the yeah, <laughs> players yeah. as well. Mm. They, couldn't, they couldn't impose themselves on the game very well. And you're not, mm. again, United well. didn't let them. Yeah. No, well, I, 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 but that's exactly the point. The United were, were very, 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 very good. I mean, it was one of the best performances of the season. Um, it was up there with United's performance against Chelsea. But do you, but do you not think if they, if they get a bit up top, they get a bit more I don't know, penetration up top, a stifling performance at the back, a stifling performance in midfield, and then just break when you can? That's that's it's exactly that what they do. Fits the Premier League it, massively I mean, for me. You're right. I think I think you play counter attacking football, even if you're one of the big boys. Chelsea have done it a lot this season, mm. uh, as we've said before, and Gary Neville said himself. But they need the, like a Diego Costa kind of character. They need well, a Hazard. They need those. Marine Mourinho's always had them. Drop as the, uh, the well, archetypal <clears throat> Mourinho forward. Interestingly enough, in that in, in that in that documentary on BT Sport, Mourinho was very effusive in his praise about Marcus Rashford. So right. and he 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 sees in Marcus Rashford. Um, he reacts to pressure the same way that Mourinho considers himself to react to pressure and he see, I think he sees a player in Rashford and, and Mourinho's got this reputation as not really supporting young players and, and to some extent you know, fairly, fairly. Mm-hmm, yeah. but he was saying that Rashford he, he loves how he reacts under pressure he loves that he, he went large parts of the season without scoring goals but still sort of applies himself properly and it's no, it's no coincidence that Rashford played a big part in the game um, uh, on on Wednesday night as well, but I mean, you know, I you're love not watching him. You're not, yeah. yeah I, I, th- mm. I do as well. He's full of run, and mm. he's got a big future ahead of him. And he's, he's, he seems like a very smiley chap. And it's always nice to have a Marcus in there. It yeah, is. Manchester United are ten to three third favourites now with Bet three six five to win the Premier League next season. So ten pound mm. will return forty three pound thirty three, including stake. That is food for thought it because is. it'll be absolutely stunning to see how they strengthen. I mean, is this going to open the door for Antoine Griezmann to go to the club now? He's apparently saying that it's no six longer, out of ten, but apparently it's no longer six out of ten. Is mate. It seven? <laughs> According to today's papers, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't do a, a, a different num- numerical value. Right. But they seem to make out that Griezmann is all of a sudden bloody excited to go to Man United. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. exactly, it's, yeah. it's funny you say that because earlier on the, um, I saw something saying that Griezmann had been talking about his plans for Atletico next season. So this is this is all over the yeah, place. Yeah, but I think I think that Champions League spot makes all the difference. And I wish Griezmann he'd have been tweeting throughout the game. So one nil, seven out of ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Two nil with a minute to go. Yeah. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. You've charmed me. If you don't, if you don't, if you're not someone necessarily reason for a lot of the tabloid press um, which is perfectly understandable Marcus and I do newspaper roundups sometimes on the radio station uh, <laughs> which we won't name but they um, they are always covering the tabloid papers are covering Antoine Griezmann oh, yeah. every mm. single day not a day goes in when I don't do um, the, the newspaper back pages and, and there's not a story about the, Griezmann there aren't enough superstar strikers anymore yeah, yeah. Right. The, 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 the herd has been thin so much and to see a man who's just knocking goals in for fun well, it's just if, they, to happen. if there are they're just not going to move it's like, it's yeah, like Messi yeah. or Ronaldo but yeah. Messi, yeah. I think Messi has got a reasonable chance of by the way. Really? We never know. Well, there's, yeah. there's been rumbles of that as well, haven't there? But also, Atletico Madrid apparently have got a, uh, a pre-contract agreement or that there's some sort of, uh, some inkling that um, um, Alexandre Lacazette will go there this summer. Right. And you would think, you know, they'd probably potentially offload Griezmann then. If, he, if he's coming in, it looks like they've earmarked a replacement they're, already. They're well used to replacing strikers. Yeah, they're they're unbelievable. Yeah. One one it's, one of, it's one of the great joys of modern football, isn't it? That that incredible ability of, of them to do that. We were talking about this on Forza Ramble the other day and both of us were quite annoyed at Jackson Martinez for sort of letting that down. Mm. But they've, they've soldiered on. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. They've always got an ace up their sleeve, haven't mm. they? Um, Shall we talk about the FA Cup final? Yeah. Um, yeah! Because that is happening this weekend, obviously. That is the big one. It's Arsenal versus Chelsea. 
The Gunners are without a back line. Yeah, it's not the ideal. Looks it, by the looks of things. Koscielny's uh, obviously... Um, that is the frustrating one for oh, Arsenal fans. God, that that yeah. stupid red card. Unreal. Gabriel's injured, and Mustafi sort of waiting on him, but it's yeah. looking less likely. Mus- Mustafi, um, his injury was a concussion as mm. well, so that's still, like, if there's any doubt, you, you, you can't, can't play, play him. Yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Um, Kieran Gibbs is a doubt as well. <laughs> well so. See, that, that one's a nightmare, because, I mean, uh, the, the, the back three has been working very well, and Nacho Monreal was uh, slotted quite well into it at times when he's had to, so th- mm. that w- you would have been looking at Rob Holding, Per Mertesacker and Monreal as a back three, which is still far from ideal, with, with Gibbs, with Gibbs left, as the left, yeah. left wing come, back. Coming to the studio tonight, I thought that's exactly what we were going to talk about, them playing that, but but if um, if Gibbs is a doubt, I mean, Gibbs is always a doubt, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, I, I wonder if maybe Bayerin or, or Oxlade-Chamberlain will, will swap over, because I... I <laughs> I, well, I just don't see what the other option is. The problem is with the, with the centre back situation with with um, Arsenal is that even if Mer- I mean we're talking about Mertesacker playing, what's he played one game this season? He's come on as a sub in one, one game, game and, this and, season, and, yeah. he and looked, that was against Everton, and he looked slow. Yeah. But there's no way Mertesacker, and I rate Mertesacker. I think he's, a, he's been a, he's a great great uh, great career. He's a fantastic defender. He's never been quick, and we all know no. that. An, an unmatch fit. Murtasaka, yeah. who's played whatever it is half a game this season for, 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 sake for the of first argument. time in thirteen yeah. months, and it was against Everton the last against Azard and Costa. Yeah, it's going to be tough. They start. They're going to play a deep with, line. With that in mind, you'd think they would go for a back three because he's going to need that little bit of protection that will allow him to sort of sit a bit deeper, perhaps. Well, they, they've just got such a big challenge ahead of them. Arsenal. I mean, the thing the thing about Arsenal in the FA Cup is that <clears throat> they're clearly very successful in the competition. Yeah. They are they are good at, um, at, at finding a way to win overall in the FA mm. Cup. Well, Murtasaka scored in the last two finals. We we had. There we go, and and they they were probably. I mean, is it fair to say Man City were the better side in the semi final? Yeah, it could have gone hit, either way, but hit the woodwork a couple of times, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, and, it's the way it was tight. Yeah, it could have gone either way, but Arsenal found a way to win. And if mm. you look at their record before, I mean, in 2013-14 when they won it, they beat Everton, Liverpool, and Spurs. In 2015, they beat United at Old Trafford. I mean, this season they've beaten Man City. So they, they do find a way to beat better sides occasionally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not suggesting all those teams are better than them, but they're tough games, right? So as a one-off game, you, you just never know. Mm. But you think Chelsea have got the bit between their teeth. They're going for a double. They're, they're so confident. Mm. And I think both teams going into the game with one eight of the eight out of the last nine uh, games. But you'd have to fall down the side of Chelsea at this point, I think. You, you just got to, I think. I yeah. think if Arsenal played a deeper line and actually invited Chelsea on and tried to hit them on the break, it might be quite interesting. Well, that's going to have to be how they do it. They're going to have to be very, very committed and just just stifle Chelsea as much as possible. And I think with you know with stopping Azard, Costa as well, and Kante's marauding runs, it just that has to be the game plan, really. It's got, got to be to hit them on the break, you, you would think. Um, but, you know, Arsenal have shown that on their day, they, they, can, they can beat sides who you would expect... To to beat them and I'm, I'm not sort of I'm not necessarily dreading this game as, as a lot of people seem to make out now that there have been these injuries that we're potentially going to get battered and uh, I think we, we have a decent chance but they, they have to play their best possible game and you know put in those performances that we occasionally see from them that, that are so frustrating like the game against Man City where they just they dug in and they showed they had some steel we need a lot of that I just don't think that Conte will allow them <clears throat> to have anything else because what you're saying Jim and I, and I would agree with this essentially is that Arsenal need to be their very best and Chelsea need to have a bit have a bit of an off day. Chelsea are a better side than Arsenal. I think we'd all agree on that. Um, the league I, table I, would as well. Yeah, I don't think the I don't think I don't know what you think about it, Marcus, but I don't think Conte the, the culture that Conte has fostered mm-hmm. at Chelsea is going to allow for that sort of stuff to happen. Do you know what I mean? I, I totally agree. Because as, as we've said on this show time and time again, the standards that Conte sets for that team for that squad 
and lives himself by example are are just so high yeah. mm. that you cannot imagine a side that's won 30 Premier League games in the season uh, and won the league it's really at a canter pretty much to, to not be motivated to win in this story yeah, double yeah, for yeah. the first time well, they've only ever won it once on their double 2010 with Angelotti yeah. Yeah. so that's, that's, that's clearly yeah, the, 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 the chances yeah. of them yeah. not turning up are minimal uh, yeah, well, I, mean, I don't consider any other combination of a double <laughs> as a double that's why I said a double if Portsmouth have won the league couple as well that year Ask Mourinho the community and league who won the treble this season? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think someone. I mean, Conte hasn't even seen any tourist attractions in England for crying no. out loud. He's been that focused, and you're absolutely right. And that is why Chelsea getting Conte was such a coup because. Uh, the, the way he manages a club, it will either go one of two ways with Conte. You will either win and stay focused and be challenging all of the time, or it will completely implode. Because either he's, way, he's not going to see Stonehenge. No, I don't, either not, way. Not before June. Which, <laughs> which I would recommend, by the way. Would you? It's, it's Britain's premier Neolithic attraction. <laughs> I can't name another one. <laughs> I was terrible about you. There, is a, there is a Woodhenge. Is nearby. there? Yeah. That yeah. can't yeah. be as good. No, well, I imagine it's not as good. What, no, what but it, it is a thing. Joe, you know, one of the most fascinating things about Stonehenge, and now I'm going to go down this, okay. is, that, um, is the stone for Stonehenge mm. was actually um, quarried several hundred miles away from the site. That's right, in yeah. Cardiff, Cardiff, yeah, but it's absolutely right? baffling. It's yeah, in Wales somewhere, yeah. yeah. It was stolen from the Welsh and it should be given back. Yeah. Quite y- frankly. Y- yeah, I mean, that's, that's I mean, we should that. carry it back symbolically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 they Royal Elgin Marbles on. Yeah. No, they're not actual marbles, you idiot. I know they're not. <laughs> he's having a he's having a little lull. You can roll them on its side, I you think, idiot. I think, boom, boom, boom. I, I think Stonehenge is terribly disappointing. And no uh, way, and you no can way. See, of course it is, and 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 you can <laughs> of see it. it is. <laughs> Starve little stones. Um, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you can see it from the car. You can drive past it. You don't need to go and get a You can ticket. see it from the car. Yeah. Jesus, where's no, your, no, no, hey, where's no, 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 sense no. of adventure? No, Is that what you're judging it on? No, hang on. Michael Palin. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got more claim to Palin's crown than you, Jim. Proper Simon Reeves. <laughs> uh, I like Simon Reeves. Yeah. Um, no, you don't need to go up to the... You know, you pay the ticket and, and This information and you're giving here is out of date. You know why? Because Why, a, the road been moved? It's a lot... Well, now you mentioned that. As they it. are talking about putting a tunnel road through there, so you won't actually be able to see it from the car for oh, much well, longer. Up, up there is, I've already seen it. One thing that is, <laughs> one thing that is genuinely disappointing, not this nonsense from you, Speller, <laughs> the one thing that is genuinely disappointing, apparently way back in the day you used to be able to walk up to it and touch it and everything. And, and, you and, should and, be able to do that now. I mean, they're rocks for crying yeah, out loud. What are you going to do? Is it fair to say that Per Mertesacker is the slow, is, is the Stonehenge <laughs> of football? <laughs> I think there's more sort of an Easter Island statue. Very, very, Similar turning yeah, circle. Yeah, very, uh, very old and decorated. A very, very uh, almost a tourist attraction. Yeah, very h- high reputation, but very, very slow. Yeah, Peter Check would he come into that bracket as well? <laughs> oh, he's still, no, still, still a very good operator. Still Peter a Czech. very good mm. operator. He's going to start probably then rather than a yeah. spinner. Started the semi, didn't he? He, he did. did. It's, yeah. it's strange this whole, whole cup keeper thing, isn't it? Because I, I just think play your most experienced team, play your best, most experienced team in a situation like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite intrigued by the, the cup keeper. Yeah, we, did uh, Mourinho start it? I don't know because David Ospina was the Champions League goalkeeper as well as the FA Cup yeah. goalkeeper this year. How'd that, go, how'd that go? It, yeah, <laughs> badly. <laughs> Can't remember, mate. It's not really his fault. Was it, I, I think back to it. Yeah. It's just black. Just, just blackness. I, I'm looking back at it. And just, just in my mind, I'm seeing Ospina just getting peppered by Bayern Munich over and over again. Not really his fault. But you know, you know what? We talk a bit about keepers, about sub keepers on this show before, and we used to say that. Um, that you, it, for, to give an ideal like second choice keeper, you want like a young up and coming keeper who's happy to learn his trade, mm. or an old sort of stage elder statesman. Yeah, elder statesman type character. But it seems to be that 
I mean, United have been for a few decent quality keepers recently. I mean, they had Valdez. It's yeah. really easy to forget they had Valdez. Or Stuart recently. Taylor. Romero's a good keeper. <laughs> yeah, Romero's a good keeper, though, isn't he? And yeah, Romero's that. Yeah. And um, so now they, they just seem to want to have two good quality keepers and better keep yeah. them happy, if you know what I mean. Well, two, in, two international goalkeepers seems the norm right. at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is crazy. But that Premier League coin is so, so sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're just happy to take it. <laughs> they're just yeah. happy to take it. Yeah, it was a shame uh, about um, the Chelsea subkeeper, whose name escapes me for a moment. Uh, Hilaria? Oh, no, uh, Begovic. Begovic, thank yeah. you. Hilaria. Lovely to hear his name. Um, he was like the fifth choice keeper, yeah. wasn't he? But he seemed to play quite a lot. Yeah, still got his game. Once in a while. I think it was just a bit like Haley's Comet. Once every so often. <laughs> Bloody spectacular. Yeah, is the number one. Yeah, of course All he is. All day yeah, long is, is number one. But they bat themselves, these players, don't they? Oh, you can, look, you, you can totally understand why a subkeeper would go to a bigger club. Because the subkeeper thinks to himself, uh, I can go along there and I can be part of something. Just just yeah. to see the operation of a, of a, of a title That's winning side like Chelsea. That's why went to Chelsea. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, and plus the fact that he was about 40. Another one is Michel Vorm. I mean, he's a good Premier yeah. League operator. I mean, he's yeah, nowhere near as good as Lloris, but he's a good Premier League operator. Well, that, that, Vorm is one that I would less understand less than someone like um, Begovic because Begovic goes to Chelsea and you think see a couple of seasons at Chelsea goalkeeper's career is longer as well but just to see how just to be around yeah. a club like that and then afterwards if you're getting really itchy gloves then yeah. then you can say do you know what oh, my gloves they itchy <laughs> <laughs> I fancy moving and, and, and he can go uh, to, yeah. to a well, side perhaps, perhaps buy some cream for them there we mm. are I, I think a good example of, the, of that gamble paying off would be Ter Stegen at Barcelona just waiting for his chance so and, and then taking it but he was the really Champions well. League exactly. yeah well oh yeah but still, you know, he would have gone there, as you say, you know, keepers back themselves. He would have gone there thinking, I'm going to get my way into well, this all team. Players and back to Stephen Harper. There you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Newcastle have got a bunch of, a bunch of goalkeepers. <laughs> They've got a load more Steve well, Harper. really good ones recently. Um, going back to the, to the, to the Cup final, um, Arsenal are currently 15-4 to four to win the mm. FA Cup in 90 minutes with Bet365. So £10 will return £47.50, including stake. If you fancy in the turnover, those blues... I do indeed. Do you? Do you? <laughs> Why not? I, so I not. Jim, Jim was looking a little bit down. I think what happened there was you didn't couldn't think of what to say, so you just went, "I do indeed." <laughs> it's your default position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you like some eggs? I, I do to, indeed. I was about to say actually, what really happened is Pete whispered a little offer in my ear. Do you think Stonehenge is overrated? I do indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. We're going to talk more football and that after this. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. They're men of the world, not you regular rabble. They love a bit of that. Hash, hashtag travel.
Welcome back to the preview show, sponsored by Bit365, everybody. It's time for emails with that guy, Pete Diddy Donaldson. Oh, I had so much time to prepare there, and I wasn't ready. As bloody usual, hello, Ben Delaney, sent from his Samsung Galaxy A3 2016 in Power by 3. <laughs> Good to know. Um, Give this, the number no, out. seriously, more formats. Yeah, Give the number I think out. So. <laughs> Hi, guys. On last week's show, you were wondering if anyone other than Colotore could call themselves a double invincible. Yes, I've, he- I've heard about this. Lots of people got in touch. Bizarrely, Celtic actually have two other guys in the squad who have done oh, wow. just that. Ooh. Two, two players. Uh, oh. Right back, Mikhail Lustig, Rosenberg and Celtic, and centre back, uh, Jozo Siminovic. Siminovic, uh, yeah. uh, Zagreb. Zagreb and uh, Celtic. Yeah. Good and Siminovic uh, is only 22, so that's pretty that good. That is an invincible defence. So there's three, there's three, three players who've got, who are double invincibles. Calatore is mm. not 22. <laughs> uh, and, and one of them is how old? 22. 22. Incredible. Siminovic. Actually, I mean, I'll tell you what was incredible. He's got going, more in him. Going back to it, um, the centre back for Ajax, uh, Delict. 17. Yeah. He's got Unreal. a big future ahead of him. Delicious. Justin. Yeah, I haven't seen anything so talented, so young since Raphael Varane. You <laughs> <laughs> thought that was going to be a joke, but it wasn't. No. It's it's the day you met a young Pete Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete's I, never been young. He's I'm like Bruce Forsyth. Timeless. Yeah, yeah. Still uh, got potential, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kyle. <laughs> I was going to say something terrible. Oh, I heard a bit of you die then. It was <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention someone that always looked very old. Uh, Kyle, due to the possible uh, retiring of Big Sam... It was... <laughs> due to the possible retiring of... Kyle says, due to the possible retiring of Big Sam from the game, I would like to inform you that according to Joey Barton's autobiography, Big Sam once ate 11 fried eggs in a single sitting. Yeah, we've wow. heard this before, Pete, I think. I'd, I've never heard this before. Is 11 fried I eggs. I think you might have even read out the email. Oh, worth, well, worth never mind. Are you Peter? I can't remember it. Well, Kyle does say I would give you a quote, but do your own work, Donaldson. I haven't found a quote. No. Screw you, Kyle. Yeah. Does uh, that mean you haven't done your homework, though? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, Nicky Fernandez has got a lovely story. Dear Football Ramble, following on a conversation about random acts of kindness from footballers, I thought I'd tell you about a ramble fair at Ray Wilkins. Uh, during oh, yeah. Ray's time at Chelsea, my dad and Ray became close friends. Following some health problems, my dad had to give up work for a few years during my childhood and sadly passed away in 2005. His time off work left my mum trying to balance her job, look after me and deal with a whole pile of debts. Ray took time out of his ro- role as Millwall assistant and attended my dad's funeral. When we got home and opened up some of the sympathy cards from the day, Ray had subtly written my mum a very generous cheque to help us out. We lost Aww. contact with Ray afterwards, but the money was an enormous help. My mum never got a chance to thank him before she passed away fairly recently, so maybe if any of the listeners have any contact with Ray, they might be able to pass on my thanks. I love the show. Keep up the good work. Nikki Fernandez. And mum apparently always remarked that Ray was the nicest smelling man she'd ever met. Well, I can confirm yeah, that. Absolutely. I've yeah. worked with Ray a number of times. And I'll tell you what. Fragrant. Not one word of that email yeah. rings untrue to me. No. A bloody lovely chap. Ragrant. Uh, and yeah, he is very ragrant. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and next time maybe Marcus or I see him we'll tell him yes maybe we'll tell him, we'll tell him that yeah. good news oh, uh, hello t- <laughs> <laughs> hello to uh, Matt from Sydney uh, do you want to hear about a trophy that looks like a toilet no no okay. not really apparently there's a trophy that looks like a toilet is that yeah, the story yeah. is that yeah. it have you just read the punchline <laughs> well, yeah pretty much because obviously the uh, the Eredivisie um, is uh, a, mm. a plate rather than a cup yeah um, I thought I'd give you more stick to which would beat the Australian Air League with because the early grand final trophy is circular and hollow, which is supposed to resemble some kind of wreath. However, in true laconic uh, Aussie style, everyone looked at it and thought, that looks like a toilet seat. So then loads of um, fans turned up with uh, spray-painted toilet seats. Just an example of the laughs or antipathy that others like to have. I heard that Dunny D United (laughs) won it. (laughs) (laughs) It's an Australian word for toilet, Dunny. Nice. I mean, that's, that's... 
one of your better ones. Yeah, thanks. I like that. Yeah, I love that. Much, yeah. uh, and and uh, somebody, oh, crumbs, I don't know who actually sent me this, but somebody sent me the uh, final um, Look at the end, mate, they'll probably have their name <laughs> the on final, it. The final place, it didn't copy it. Um, I had to do a screenshot, you see. Is my, my, the promise. <laughs> The problem is the, the clipboard uh, function on the computer at work. I don't know what it is, the memory problem or something. It just wasn't allowing no, me to copy continue. and paste. So I had to, I had to, what I had to do is actually um, copy and paste it, print screen it, and then paste it, control V into paint, crop it, and then copy and paste it into Word because presumably uh, they operate on the same thing and, uh, and Google Chrome just doesn't. Yeah. So, do you, you, so you know, you criticise me, yeah. but I'll explain it. Well, it's, it's, gr- it's brilliant. <laughs> I, I always love to reiterate and, and, and retell this story. I'll do it really quickly. What? Pete once genuinely got annoyed with me because I don't build my own paint. <laughs> I didn't get annoyed. I just think, how can you know about yourself if, you don't know if you've never had a go? Yeah. You, you've never felt a bit of thermal paste on your finger, yeah. and that gets discussed a lot yeah. more than I thought it would yeah. on the football ramble. Computer club. One of my favourite moments. Yeah. I tell yeah. you. Basically, um, someone just sent over the football ramble um, forum uh, fantasy league table. Right. Right. So yeah. I'll give you the top uh, top three. Moneyballers. Charles Ball won it with uh, two hundred and forty two thousand four hundred and forty two points. That's an incredible amount of points. Mm. That's ridiculous, yeah. isn't I've it? Got, I think I got about 1,900 this season. Right. Ooh, that's not too bad, is it? That's a full 10 or 11 weeks more than me. <laughs> AFC Phillips, Tom Phillips became uh, came second, and whoever sent this in, I think it was Patrick Brosnan, actually, uh, Lady Boy Chasers become third. A nice bit of partridge there. <laughs> bit of partridge. Presumably, Pete, you got some sort of prize for them, that's why you've read it out. <laughs> yeah. Toilet um, seat-shaped trophy, perhaps? Who likes thermal paste? <laughs> <laughs> Can you send that through the post? <laughs> yeah, it does look a bit suspect. Yeah. What are you going to do? There we go. Right. So Any let's more? move on. Are we done? Yeah, shortthefootballramble.com. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> your section. What I would say is that we are doing a live show on Saturday at the Hackney Empire, and oh, if yeah. you want to say hello, if you want to ask a question, if you've got something we want to know, shortthefootballramble.com. Hey. And maybe I'll read one out. Maybe I'll write it on my body and get my nip-nips out. <laughs> Maybe I won't. The possibilities are endless. Mm. Either but, way, but all involve nipples. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it goes to it goes. To, it goes a long way of explaining what these shows are like. When back in the day when we first started doing them, I was nervous about doing it. Mm. Now I'm more act, sort of anxious about worrying about Pete. Yeah. yeah. Luke, where are we going after this recording? I'm not telling you, Pete. What do you mean? We're, Come not, on. we're not doing that. Oi. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's a surprise for the listeners, for the okay. listeners on Saturday. Yeah. We're planning something for the live show. Yeah. So, yeah. so you should come Don't on Saturday. That. that sounds menacing. Well, he, he, the, way he, <laughs> the way he said it is like, almost like, is. The way we say it is like we're in cahoots. What's actually yeah. happening? He's going to do something, and I've got to keep an eye on him. I don't know. He's going to go too far. Yeah. Because he always goes too far. Mm. You've got to keep shotty. Yeah, exactly. Got... exactly. <laughs> uh, let's let's talk a little bit that about the Premier League manager ago. Manager ago, Merigo go go round. <laughs> Marigold, um, Marcus. The Mer- Premier League Marigold round. <laughs> <laughs> well, Big Sam's got more time to wash his dishes. He has because yeah. yeah. he's uh, seemingly retired from football management. What's Boy. that about? It seems to be a lot of managers sort of going. Eh. <laughs> I'm off. Do, do you know yeah. one, one, eh. of the, one of the most interesting theories I heard about this? And I don't know if you guys have heard a similar one or perhaps a different one, but the one. I I heard is that the stress of eating 12 eggs <laughs> no it was 11. 11 and it's nothing to do with it well maybe he attempted um, the 12 the stress of the, um, the the England job situation for him right. affected him so badly that he really wanted to go and, and go to someone like Palace to keep his reputation yeah. intact yeah. and once he'd done that he felt like he was done with football and that's it mm. yeah. and so he genuinely wants to leave the yeah. game completely he's pretty much said that hasn't he that he felt he had to he had to prove a point and sort of is that why it's the rumour because last... he said it himself uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought I was reading between the lines yeah. I was like, prove a point 
pints. I thought you just yeah. listened to what he was saying. Uh, well, you know, it's fake news, mate. Yeah. Based, based on real news, which is which is new. That's it's worrying. Really, yeah. It's a powerful new strain. Yeah. Um, real fake news. news. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he pretty much did say that that um, he didn't want that to be his last thing in football, and um, that Sir Alex Ferguson actually advised him to just get straight back on the horse. Mm. And it, I think fair play to him. You know, like if, if he wants to spend more time with his family while he's relatively young and relatively healthy, as he said in his own words, then, then fair enough. You know, and, and, and what a great job he did. And he uh, yeah. predicted that uh, that they would just about get out of well, it. I think also, I mean, his, his record uh, in in, the, in terms of the start and the type of manager he's been, I mean, he speaks for itself. Doesn't anyone here to gild that lily because he's done an incredible job pretty much everywhere he's gone, one or two exceptions, uh, mentioning no names, Pete Donaldson. But <gasps> but the uh, who who has done a good job? Actually? Quite exactly. <laughs> you can hardly blame the man. Yeah. Um, but we are, we're also obsessed with football. We love it so much, and we all you know our. our personal and professional lives revolve around it and all that stuff we automatically think it happens sometimes when a player just doesn't want to be a footballer anymore like mm. David Benton or something like, mm. how can that be but mm. for some people Allardyce has obviously been in the game for a long yeah. time that's me done yeah. I want to enjoy my retirement when I can I don't want to work myself to death you know what I mean I don't want to be in my 70s being a manager and that's absolutely fair enough I'm 62 I know yeah exactly you know, and he's, mm. he's, given, he's given English football a lot but uh, but that Palace job now is is wow. a um, is a real is a real um, a really interesting one because um, you've got a lot of managers who candidates for it. You've got a lot of managers that apparently Steve Parrish and Palace are interested in. I mean, even people like Roy the Boy Hodgson being linked. And Roy all the Boy I, I think they'll probably they'll probably go after. <laughs> they'd be crazy not to go after Marco Silva. I think. But Hodgson Hodgson's thinking I need to get my reputation up, and it's like, well, yeah, it's. You, you know, I don't know if it's the same reasons as Big Sam, but Hodgson clearly doesn't want to to retire to, to finish mm. on a on a loss to Iceland. But you, if you look at the profile of managers that like Palace have, have appointed more recently, I mean, it's, they've 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 appointed people like Allardyce, who's been a real firefighter, sort of slow, steady, sort of yep. solid guy. Neil Warnock, they had for a while. Pardew, they've had Pardew for. A, so I wouldn't be massively surprised if mm-hmm. if they went for Roy Hodgson. I yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I agree. And, and Hodgson's. Managed well in the league. I know Liverpool fans would think that, but that was clearly um, above his station. But West Brom, he, he did well with Blackburn for a while. He Fulham. did well. Fulham, mm, he did very yeah. well. It, it, it and recently, it as well. it wasn't like it was fifteen years ago. And, 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 and one or two. the reason I mentioned Hodgson is because with better three six five, he's he's twenty to one uh, to take the Crystal Palace job. So ten pound on him will return two hundred and ten pounds. Should he should he get it? Mm. I can I can think of a, a decent amount of reasons as to why that might actually happen. Yeah, I mean, it will, will, it will be interesting where Marco Marco Silva goes because he's resigned well, from Hull. I, I think I don't think the, the thing with Silva is I, I I think they'd be crazy not to go for him genuinely, but, but I don't think he, I don't think he'd take it. Yeah, mm. and, and that's with all due respect to Palace. I think well, I think he'd want somewhere else. There is talk of him going to Porto, isn't there? But I wonder if Claude, uh, Claude Puel leaves Southampton if he might not might not end up there. Impossible. An interesting sort of profile of club for him. Well, the Porto thing's been rearing its head for Silva for ages, and, he, and he's, he's comp- I think he's like continued, not rebuffed them, but not actually ever clearly moved there. And apparently, the newspapers, some of the newspapers they report, and that interest is called now. Right. So has- I, th- I think that might, reading between the lines, that might be because Silva wants but to I stay think, in England. I was yeah. going to say, I think that's him. I think yeah, it's Porto yeah. saying that. That's I right. think that's him. Who's going to Watford? <laughs> what about Claudio Ranieri, Peter? What about him? Well, his name's been linked um, right. to jobs. Um, Ranieri said he'd like a position in England, but also said, I feel as well a European coach. Italy, Spain, France, England, for me is okay. I'll go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just not Greece. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't go back. Not there. again. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let me in. We don't see old Claudio though. 
Well, you or would he? Or would he? he, would he, 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 he can't be, the problem is, you, you think about it, you think he can't be out of a job for long, but then on the other hand, you think he can. Let's not let's not let him tarnish what he's achieved. Yep. Yeah. Although he always did that already. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not let him yeah. down on any doubt. <laughs> uh, that would be that would be a shame. It would be a great shame, old uh, old Ranieri. Um, Nigel Pearson being linked to the Middlesbrough job. That's, I that's, no uh, one's idea of a good time. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I think we'd get a lot of mileage out of it. It's the Rambles' idea of a good time. 100%. <laughs> Which is often not yeah. other people's idea of a good time. What I would say initially is, outside, Saturday, outside of the people within these four walls, who would have a bloody lovely time if he went there, yep. have the people of Middlesbrough not suffered enough. <laughs> <laughs> but then, Jim and I were talking about this one falls a ramble. His Leicester side, yeah, yeah they robbed it. They got, got out of that division quite uh, handsomely. Yeah, they did, yeah. They did. Well, they, they, um, I don't know if Pearson was manager then, but they, they didn't they lose in the playoff semi-final first? Uh, no, they were they they were they were um, defeated on penalties by Cardiff. Yeah, that was uh, when Jan Kermigan, uh, yeah, Kermigan did that. Did that daft penalty. penalty? Yeah, but, but I don't know if I don't know if Pearson was manager then. Probably not. But he he obviously then got them got them promoted. Mm, he couldn't have been because uh, old Jan's still alive. Yeah, true. I can't remember who the manager was then, but I know, obviously Pearson did romp them through the division after that, and they they were obviously able to to make it. Should we assume it was Neil Warnock? Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's a good, that's a safe bet. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing the who wants to be, be a millionaire, you're just having a, a punt on it. You go, <laughs> it's not far far enough far enough back to think it was uh, old Bassett. Yeah, okay. Bassett, Harry Bassett, yeah. <laughs> and it definitely wasn't Alan Kerbishley. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, speaking of uh, Kermigan, he's in the Championship playoff final. He is. Uh, Huddersfield Town versus uh, Reading, the richest game in football. Mm. That's what it's all about. It yeah. is. It's, yeah. it's That's all, why we watch this. It's about money, ladies and gentlemen. They did do that thing on the Premier League. We forgot yeah, to mention did, it. They, they did. did do that prize money type race for this amount of prize money thing, just as <laughs> it was predicted on the all show. Had left. So predictable. Yeah. Well, apparently there's up to up to. See, that's the thing, isn't it? It's a bit like if you see a sale. Oh, up to 40% off. Yeah. No, there's one item 40% yeah. off. The rest of them are 10% off. What are you suggesting? But, they're not going to give them the money? Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, when they say it's up to £170 million for the winner, I don't know the breakdown. Mm. So in other words, yeah. if you get promoted and then win the Premier League, yeah. you could get this amount well, of money. I've, had, I've actually had a look at the breakdown. Oh, right? And man, so the, the article I read put you it... you had a breakdown? I'm, yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were there, you remember. Um, <laughs> you caused it. Yeah, the, um, so the, one of the figures that's been quoted is actually 290 million, uh, and I think that's across se- three seasons if the team don't get relegated in that time, and that the 170 million uh, figure star. is yeah includes um, two seasons of parachute uh, payments if they get relegated. So it's not like it's 170 million up front, has uh, it, which it's presented as. Has that, they should just deliver a big check, like yeah. in the, uh, a massive check. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Has that um, kept in mind the fall of the pound after Brexit? <laughs> would you, Pete? Would <laughs> you like not. to see? Would you like to see when a team wins the playoff final? Richard Scudamore to come on with a massive check. No, bathtub he, full of coins. Bath, they, you know, yeah. like when dickheads pay fines because they've been dickheads. Yeah, and they go, "I'm going to pay them in pennies." Oh, yeah. you're a dick. Are you speaking from experience? Like <laughs> you, you silver. Would you like to? See, you'd like to see Richard Scudamore wheeled on in a bath full of 170 million <laughs> pound coins. Yeah. That is some bath. Yeah, there. all pound coins. So they got to spend them before October. You know, sometimes. <laughs> 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 you know, <it's> like, <laughs> putting in bids, getting Ronaldinho out of retirement. Yeah. Anything, anything. We've got to do it. Otherwise, you lose everything. Yeah. You lose all the players. Like Roosters millions. Scudamore's yeah. millions. Griezmann's going one out of ten to go a Huddersfield yeah. town. Pete, you know, you know. Also, sometimes we get people who listen to the show are actually intelligent. It does, it does happen. Right. Yeah. And 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 remember that medieval weaponry chat. And yes. There's a big thing okay. between yeah, these two yeah, yeah. medieval scholars. If anyone who, who listens to the show is, is good with mathematics and physics and all that stuff can mm. work out exactly what the surface area will be of 170 million pound, oh. pound coins, okay. then we can work out in our own minds yeah. whether it would be an Olympic-sized swimming pool. We have to be ruled on. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. I, I, it's not a bath. 
tub, is it? Because no, it's if, bigger than that, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. at least a hot tub. I saw a visualisation uh, infographic on, on the uh, internet oh, uh, yeah. a while back of a million dollars in notes. I think it's, I guess it's a hundred dollar note. It's not that big. Yeah. It's like depressingly small. It's, right, it's, it's yeah, about yeah. the size of a, like a milk crate. Because they have hundred dollar wow. notes, don't they? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. So how how many? How what's the surface area? The sheer volume of one hundred and seventy million pound coins. I want to know. I think I think hot tub. Hot tub. No, it's bigger more than hot tub. Yeah, hundred seventy million. Yeah, hot tub for twenty people. <laughs> <laughs> hot tub for 170 million pound coins. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Anyway, that's the player file, it, though, isn't it? It, it, it is done, and we don't need to talk but anymore. You, you know, you mentioned Kerm, uh, Kermigan. He's, did, he's yeah. having an incredible goal. I think he's having his best ever goal scoring season at 35. It's class. It's hope for us all. <laughs> and he's got a contract for 2018, so he's not even going to do a Paul Merson like when that Portsmouth got promoted. Yeah. So I'm not going to do it in the Premier League. I can't do it. Kermigan's here to stay. That's class. Yeah. Well, if Huddersfield go up, it'll be the first time in the top flight for them since 19. 1972. Wow. Mm. That'd, be, that'd be an incredible story. It, uh, Reading was 17th and Huddersfield were 19th last season. It's wow, amazing, that's a big turn. Well, it, and, and Huddersfield, am I right? So Huddersfield were very successful in the 20s, the 1920s. They, they, they've got, they've got some right. historic, uh, historic trophies yeah. won back then. So it'd be an amazing uh, return from a, a comatose giant. It was a while ago. Although, so, Dennis Law played for Huddersfield, did he? Not in the 20s. Not in the 20s. No. When he was in his 20s. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was Dennis Law anyway. But it doesn't really matter. It won't have any bearing on what happens uh, on, uh, my, on, on the bank holiday weekend. Although, possibly an interesting piece of Ramble Tree, my grandmother grew up next door to Dennis Law. Yeah. And they were pals. All right, well, I'll have a fiver on Huddersfield Town then. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. Um, but it's uh, a Wagner's swagger against Yaps Chaps. Okay, I'll see what you've done there. What you've mm. done is you've tried to think of a sort of rhyming thing to go along with Yap, Yaps Chaps. Yeah. You've not consulted any of us. If you do ask Pete about that, he'd have come up with something better. It's very two, much of the day, that. Two, <laughs> 212,925 cubic litres. Of pound coins? Yeah, so, I mean, whatever the hell that is, I suppose. Right, if well, anyone, if any intelligent listeners can explain <laughs> what that is, I'm, do I'm doing half the work now, that's this what I'm is, saying. This is like fucking cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sarah Kara oh, Koenig. Who said uh-huh. we can't raise the, the podcast yeah. medium to a high art? Can well, you start, presenting, can you start presenting like Ira Glass? And let's leave the similarities there, Peter. Mark right, doesn't know Ira <laughs> I've heard the cereals, I, I love them. I'm, I'm Ira Glass. But yes, I think this is an intriguing one. Both sides... <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, they they score goals, but they concede goals. Yeah. If you look at their goal difference, Aston Villa have got a better goal difference um, than than uh, than Huddersfield. Huddersfield were the only side in the top eleven of the championship to finish the season with a negative goal difference mm. in the top eleven. Mm. But the, I mean, of the league. It's Norwich City back they, in the day. They started get playing. I'm going to be careful. I phrase this because the FA aren't pursuing any action against them. But Hudd- <laughs> Huddersfield did um, uh, employ, it- employ a certain type of tactics towards the end of the season when they already knew they were in the playoffs. Would you say they took it easy? No, because that would probably be a little bit naughty to say that. Okay, well, they they certainly uh, mixed up the lineup. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were saving themselves for this final and so and for the playoffs and so far it's worked. I find it funny when, when when people have a go at that. It's a bit like in the World Cup if a side's won the first two games, they're already there, yeah. and then they rest plays for the third game. Oh, that's not fair. Well, they've earned the right to do it. It's not yeah. in the spirit of the competition. Well, what's the first two games? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I completely agree. I think I think when you employ a man, you have a model in the in the way football works with a manager. Who 
who picks his team and he, mm. and, he, and, he, and, he, and he loses his job and managers lose their job very, very quickly mm-hmm. in this game and they live and die on their results in terms of their career. If they choose the team they choose, that's up to them. Mm. They're going to pay for it with their job eventually anyway and if any of the statistics are to be believed, it's normally about every 18 months. So also, I, w- I wouldn't be worried too much about it. It's also a bit it. disrespectful, isn't it, when, uh, w- when they play, I don't know, younger players or players on the bench and they're like, well, you're playing those duffers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I always feel for those guys. Yeah. yeah. Don't you just, Jim. Um, but Wagner, very influenced by Jurgen Klopp, of course, who worked with him before. Team likes to press, but then Stam, they like to play a sort of a quite high pressing game as well. It will be an interesting tactical battle, this. Well, Reading are 11 to 10 with Bet365 to be promoted. It doesn't matter how they go about it. If they're promoted, a £10 stake will return £21, including your original tenor. That's food for thought as well. Not That's not the only thing that's food for thought. Like, like there was some food for thought earlier. <laughs> I don't know why what? I keep saying food for thought. But, um, Stop saying food for thought. On the, um, on the, well, you were saying Clavanova on Monday. You wouldn't shut up about yeah, it. Yeah, and he's said sorry. Clavanova for thought. Clavanova. <laughs> um, but um, news today, um, Norwich City have just hired as their new manager, the floor manager of Borussia Dortmund second team. Oh, that's right, the, yeah. The floor manager. Oh. Yeah. Is that what it said? <laughs> that's what it sounded like. No, I don't <laughs> think he's the floor manager. I mean, he might be. I forget, I forget his name, Farker. but he has lovely he's hair. Farker, that's it? right, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. about right. So uh, that is also a great, um, another sort of example of how People who, who moan a lot about there being no English coaches being given a chance. Clearly, these these teams, these 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 football clubs who want to be successful, are saying our best chance here is to go somewhere like that yeah. mm-hmm. because yeah. there's no candidates here that can deliver what they want them to deliver. It's a, it's a problem for England, really, and a problem Hugely. for their coaches. Well, Middlesbrough obviously don't think that if they go for Nigel Pearson, they haven't done it yet. There's still time. Mm-hmm. Still time to change their minds. Yeah, who has well, they've got... just been relegated with some foreign muck. So. <laughs> exactly. No, they're relegated with Agnew. Technically. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> they were doing well with with foreign muck, and then me. And potatoes come along. <laughs> and they the enjoyed some <laughs> Brazilian steak back in the day. Yeah, they did. Some they of their really best did. years were under yeah. Janinho and Emerson. And Emerson, yep. yeah. I'm going to say Branca. Yeah, Branca yeah, was yeah. there. Yes. Was yeah. Alfonso Alves Brazilian? He was. Yes, he was. He still is, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he still exists. Yeah. No. Remains Brazilian. Yeah. A, a, lot of the, a lot of the foreigners like the North East. They stay. A lot of, um, a lot of um, people, a lot of Middlesbrough fans would probably be tempted to think that... To Al- switch Al- off Al- now. Alfonso <laughs> Alves is just a figment of their imagination. <laughs> a very expensive figment of their imagination. Have <laughs> got a double against Man United, the, the, the sports, The sports shop I used to work for um, used to provide football boots to a lot of Premier League clubs. This is way back in the 90s. And they used to provide Middlesbrough. And we used to have to prepare the boots to be shipped out. And Janinho had the smallest feet I've ever seen. Really? He was a little boy. So, I mean, they were like size five or something. It was ridiculous wow. how small they were. Remember, he just had acne for about ten years. All right. Bless him. Well, I'm just saying, he did. Well, he looks like a little boy with acne. That's, that's what you're taking away from Janino's career. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had laser treatment, so well, high five to laser treatment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not only the playoff final, the, the, the only playoff final that's happening on the bank holiday weekend. Of course, the League Two playoff final between Blackpool and Exeter is happening. Tisdale's men yeah, these... against the poor buggers of Blackpool. What they've gone through recently, yeah. it would be amazing. We talked about Liv- uh, Liverpool, Millwall, rather. How on earth did I get those two? <laughs> uh, Millwall uh, going up and and you know great for the club in in light of uh, you know awful uh, happenings uh, with them. I mean Blackpool, my goodness, they've they've been through the ringer. They certainly have. They're, I mean the, the semi-finals of these two players. I don't I don't think we got a chance to talk about them because the the days they were played. I think it was we were recording on that night or something. But they were fascinating I goals. Mean, they were. There was. They both finished six five in aggregate. Yeah, and both ties were decided in the second leg with a ninety fifth minute yeah. goal. That's mad. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? Jim enjoyed. It was it Cullen's uh, hat trick. Yeah. Yeah, it was against his old club, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's it won, in the so Blackpool narrative in the Blackpool Luton one. The uh, I, don't, I don't think. Forgive me, we did mention this, but I don't think we did. The Luton player dived for a penalty, <laughs> uh, which would have. T- 
tied the which would which would tied the game the, the, the tie up on aggregate. And he mm. scored the penalty, even though it was a dive. And I, th- I think. And that, that that was probably in the second half, and then and then to go through, Blackpool scored in the ninety fifth minute. Then the other one, Carlisle scored in the ninetieth minute against Exeter to level the tie, and then Jack Stacey, who's actually on loan from Reading, um, scored in the ninety fifth minute for Exeter to put them through. Mm. So I mean, this game could be an absolute belter. Drama. It's definitely going to be nil nil. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and he could get promoted twice. <laughs> Jack yeah, Stacey. And, and that, I, th- oh, yeah. I think. I also think if you want more narrative, which looking by your face as you do, oh, yeah. I think that was Jack Stacey's first goal of the season as well. There you go. Bloody wow. Aura, oh, Peter. It's like they've used up all of next season in that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's about time that Tisdale gets up the gets up the leagues, isn't it? He's well, a he's good manager. Second longest serving manager in the country. Yeah. Behind right. Wenger. Ah. You can imagine that over, t- over ten years. Wow. Will he be wearing a silly hat, Peter? Almost certainly. Yeah, of course, oh, he certainly. Yeah. I like the way he dresses, surprisingly. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, well, actually, that tells you, that actually yeah. does explain a lot. Yeah. <laughs> of course he likes the way he dresses. <laughs> <laughs> that was my little point. Yeah, Pete, I would love you to go on stage at the Hatney Empire dressed like Paul Tisdale. With your little yeah. Talk by her. Yeah. <laughs> he will. Mm. It's not a problem. <laughs> uh, do we have a bet of the week, Luke Moore? We do have a bet of the week. I thought we were going to talk about the England squad. Obviously not. Well, we can um, talk about the England that's squad. That's right. After. I did a bet of the week. Michael Laurie is still in the hot, uh, hot seat. Um, he clearly uh, came up with the goods last time around. We actually forgot to mention that one, though. Sorry about that, uh, Michael. Sorry, Mikey. Um, the, the, his, his bet of the week with Bet365 this week is uh, as follows. He says in his email Hi, guys. Cup funnels are always hard to predict, so just getting my excuses in early. It was a struggle to pick anything. But I've decided to up the odds again and go for Aiden Hazard to score first at five to one. Here's hoping he starts, unlike the semi. Here's hoping for the first Bet365 Bet of the Week hat trick, Michael Laurie. So £50 with Bet365 at uh, 5 to 1 returns £300, including stake, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. Um, you must be over the age of 18 to bet and, and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to gamblerware.co.uk. So if you are willing Michael Laurie on for the hat trick of Bets of the Week with Bet365, you want Aiden Hazard to score first in the FA Cup final on Saturday. Jim, I will give you a pass for not cheering that on to happen. <laughs> there we are. There we go. Uh, Wayne Rooney dropped from the England squad. Yeah, he was. And also, uh, uh, do you see what he said this week? He said uh, he's already played for the two Premier League clubs. Uh, sorry, I've already played for two Premier League clubs, and they're the only two Premier League clubs I'll ever play for. Yeah. Oh, really? That's, yeah. that's cryptic. Big news. Well, not really cryptic. He's not playing in the Premier League. Anymore. Ni hao, yeah. China. <laughs> or he might be going to Everton. <laughs> could, uh, yeah, he could go to the Championship. Yeah. Could go to a Championship club. What do you think about that? Mm. I'd be surprised. I, I would. Maybe he had a pre-deal uh, with Newcastle and he went, oh, well, they were a Championship side when I signed for them. You're and obsessed with uh, Newcastle United, aren't you? More than uh, you can. And, <laughs> well, yeah, and, and uh, I just really go into it. I just want good things to happen Eat. to Newcastle because <laughs> it, it'll sort of mug you off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look ahead to the weekend, Luke Moore. Yes, what have we got here? Um, this is from Ben Stanley, who I'm... I mean, I'm reading this out because um, even though Ben tried to mug me off on Twitter today, I don't know him, but I recognise his name. That's a shame. So that's poor by him. But anyway, I'm, I'm the bigger man, so I'll read it whole out of the weekend. Always oh, looking forward to the weekend anyway. He says, hacking into display boards at Wembley in the 26th minute to run a loop of John Terry's penalty miss that will only stop um, when he commits all this testimonial money to kick it out. <laughs> he's not going to do that is he no uh, and Ben you're not going to do it either you're just showing off Michal Maguire I've not read this one in advance but Michal is such a regular contributor I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt mm. he says I'm looking forward to the mighty Glasgow Celtic completing a treble an unbeaten domestic season and marking the 50th anniversary of the Lisbon Lions European Cup win mm. sometimes I think I might be the smuggest man in the world but with the way that Celtic are playing at the moment I remember that our manager is Brendan Rodgers and I changed my mind <laughs> <laughs> it's, a time to be, it's time to be smug but why mm. would you be having a dig at Brendan Rodgers when he's just giving you an unbeaten uh, season. Uh, yeah, well, he's, he's just getting involved in the ramble spirit of things. Uh, Nicky Blair says, I'm looking forward to the start of the Premier League season. Come on, Nicky. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not this this weekend, is it? It's better than that. Yeah, he's got seven weeks. Uh, seven weeks. Seven weeks of nothing. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> there's a little matter of Scotland v England, and then France v England, Jim. This is Nicholas Nicholson having a dig. You guys remember Nicholas? He came to a couple of Ramble lives. Nice, nice chap. He's let himself down here with okay. this one. <laughs> Looking forward to the Ramble, telling us all that Mourinho is miserable and United are shit. Yeah, um, well, you know, you got to hand it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much what we've done. Andy Stark, he's like, I'm looking forward to getting married this Sunday. No details. I mean, well, give I mean, us some de- presumably he doesn't want us to come. No, yeah. It's not unreasonable. <laughs> Pete and I will turn up. Give us some more details. Really, seriously, give there, us some there was more. A, there was another listener who uh, emailed in, I can't remember the name, uh, but they were supposed to be going to a friend's uh, wedding, or indeed they are going to a friend's wedding, but they bought tickets to the Ramble. Uh, oh, good. So, I, I endorse so it. They, yeah, uh, so they're uh, sort it, of the wedding. Not that, no, it wouldn't be. And before <laughs> before I... Um, I know we haven't really done the England squad, have we? I've let, I let everyone down there by by saying we want to do it, and no, we haven't done it. But, That's all right. Um, I said last week, on Monday, that um, it was uh, Clay Davis in the wire. Mm. Oh, he yeah. Said, he Oof. said, um, makes me sad how far we done fell. It's actually mm. Bunk Moreland. Mm. Oh, I knew that. The thing yeah. is, on the way home, I knew it, but there's nothing to do about it. Set so, fight to close in the bath. Thanks, yeah, I will do, yeah. <laughs> cut, my, cut my tie off. <laughs> cut your tie off. Thanks, for, uh, thanks for everyone who got in touch about that. I mean, it's, it's no exaggeration to say that when that sort of error happens, people get so animated about yeah. it. They get more and annoyed about that. Yeah, mm. they, they are much more, much more. So, anyway, rightly so. Apologise to everyone offended with that do, one do Bunk's um, catchphrase she <laughs> <laughs> oh dear but the Broadwalk Empire was absolutely fantastic um, so there we are any more for any more no I've got no. nothing no. not looking forward to anything on the weekend Jim the Hackney Empire show yeah. okay, come to the Hackney Empire that. it's going to be brilliant you can get tickets on the internet yeah you can exactly just visit our uh, Twitter page Football Ramble uh, PeteDonaldson.com <laughs> pick them up have you, pick, got, um, have you got PeteDonaldson.com no, Is that on the dark have, web? No. <laughs> Almost <laughs> certainly. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365, everybody. Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a bloody pleasure. We've got the FA Cup final this weekend, we've got the Hackney Empire, and we've got that chap's wedding, which we'll find out, and we will post <laughs> on social media where it is so we can all go. Um, <laughs> wonderful. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, BT. See you later. Bye from me. Love Can Build a Bridge. It's the one that always used to be on Comic Relief yeah. next to... Oh, they also... You ain't here, Now, Love Can Build a Bridge, is that my not... brother. Was it not a... Was it not a... The road is long. Is it not a super group? Keep I say super. Keep going. In and a wedding, a wedding road. I don't know the lyrics. Keep going. I who knows where But I'm strong Strong enough to care He ain't heavy He my brother Toilet break 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.